the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L., it's going to be a hot summer ahead. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., 54 years in business, reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available this summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. Call J.K.L. 401 351 7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's J.K.L. Call them 401 351 7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Thursday, August 19th, a little bit of a stormy day. Let's go to uh, George Stephanopoulos. ABC sat down with President Biden. So big things in the news, obviously, are the police body cam video that has been released but I want to want you to hear some of uh, President Biden with George Stephanopoulos. And obviously, um, this is his first sit down talking about the situation in Afghanistan. The Afghans who are left behind, particularly Afghan women, who are facing the prospect of subjugation again. As many as we can get out, we should. For example, I had a meeting today for a couple hours in the Situation Room just below here. There were Afghan women outside the gate. I told them, get them on the planes, get them out. Get them out. Get their families out if you can. But here's the deal, George. The idea that we're able to deal with the rights of women around the world by military force is not rational. Not rational. Look what's happening to the Uyghurs in Western China. Look what's happening in other parts of the world. Look what's happening in the Congo. I mean, there are a lot of places where women are being subjugated. The way to deal with that is not with a military invasion. The way to deal with that is putting economic, diplomatic, and international pressure on them to change their behavior. How about the threat to the United States? Most intelligence analysis has predicted that al-Qaeda would come back 18 to 24 months after a withdrawal of American troops. Is that analysis now being revised? Could it be sooner? It could be, but George, look, here's the deal. Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they metastasize. There's a significantly greater threat to the United States from Syria. There's a significantly greater threat from East Africa. There's a significantly greater threat to other places in the world than it is from the mountains of Afghanistan. And we have maintained the ability to have an over-the-horizon capability to take them out. We don't have a military in Syria to make sure that we're going to be protected. Are you confident we're going to have that in Afghanistan? Yeah, I'm confident we're going to have the over-horizon capability, yes. The deal is the threat from al-Qaeda and their associate organizations is greater in other parts of the world to the United States than it is from Afghanistan. And that tells you that you're, it's safe to leave? No, that tells me that we should be focusing on where the threat is the greatest. And the idea we can continue to spend a trillion dollars and have tens of thousands of American forces in Afghanistan when we have North Africa and Western Africa the idea we can do that and ignore those looming problems, growing problems, is not not rational. Now, folks, again, that is uh, President Biden. But I want to play, um, there's certainly a lot of activity. There's more chaos in Kabul. Let's hear the uh, latest report um, from, I mean, on the ground in Afghanistan. Good morning, Robin. I wish I could report that things have got better in Kabul, but they haven't. We've been tracking one female Afghan SIV applicant. She's got all the papers in her hands. She went to the gates with the American side of the airport last night. She stayed all night long. Eight this morning, she gave up, said the gates never opened. 
This morning, anguish and agony as 15,000 Americans and many more Afghans try to escape Kabul. Reports of more than a dozen injured in the crush at the airport, the Taliban beating the crowds. Fighters firing multiple rifle shots in the air to frighten and disperse people. And right by the Taliban checkpoint there, a tense moment. Taliban, permission. ABC News. Okay. At first, the fighters backed away. Then more Taliban appeared. I tell him we have permission. We have permission. Yes, ABC, ABC. Ignoring the accreditation issued by their own commanders. We have Taliban permission. As gunfire erupted again in the background, with their weapons drawn, we were forced back into the cars. Huh. Stop filming, stop filming. Just put it down. Inside the airport, it's secure and wow. calm, but just yards away, See, they a don't completely care. different picture. New images from the Air Force showing the evacuations, including this image of an Afghan child with an airman's uniform for a blanket. So far, there have been nearly 6,000 evacuations, but some flights leaving half empty oh. because many people can't get to the airport because it's unsafe. I don't have the capability to go out and, and extend operations currently into uh, into. Uh, Questions remain about how the country fell so quickly. There was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse this idiot. of this army uh, and this government I hate this in 11 guy. days. The Taliban assuring us women's rights would be protected, but on the ground the evidence is the opposite. This female news anchor blocked from going to work. Shabnam Darwan told by the Taliban the regime has changed go home. Journalist Zara Nabi says women who lived under the Taliban last time are now terrified. Oh. She says her neighbor is devastated. I was trying, you know, 10 minutes I was trying to make her understand, calm down, please. The Taliban won't do these things again. And she was saying, no, I cannot, I cannot. Oh. Just heartbreaking scenes. And Robin, nice job, Biden. An incredibly brave, heroic journalist. She's been going undercover in areas the Taliban have held for a while. She tells us that women are not allowed out of the house without a male member of the family. And in some areas, girls can go to school only up to the age of nine. Yeah. Robin, when you hear. Nice job, Biden. All right, folks. So, as I said, that is a, a, a very good piece. Um, I also want to go back to this is um, George Stephanopoulos. Now, I will play. Folks, we also have the police body cam video that was released yesterday. But I want to go back to this is uh, Stephanopoulos, his one-on-one -on -one with President Biden. Here we go. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was Not what you said. more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. Not what you, you said. You put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take That's over. That's right. Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that. Senator McConnell said it was a predictable that the Taliban was going to take over. Well, by the end of the year, he said that that was a real possibility. But no one said it was going Boy, to take he's over. He's tap then dancing now. When Come you on, look Joe. At what's happened over the last week? Was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a fair. Look, it was a simple choice. George. Judgment. When the Taliban, uh, let me back it, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government, getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, Afghan yeah, but he did that because we, we were leaving 300,000 of them just leaving their equipment and, because and we were off. leaving that was you know I'm not this is, is that, that's what happened that's simply what happened because we so were leaving was, in the beginning the, the threshold question was do we commit to leave within the time frame was set we extended it to September 1st or do we put significantly more troops in I hear people say, well, you had 2,500 folks in there and nothing was happening. You know, there, there wasn't any war. But guess what? The fact was that the reason it wasn't happening is the last president negotiated a year earlier that he'd be out by May 1st and that the return, there'd be no attack on American forces. That's what was done. That's why nothing was happening. But the idea, if I had said, I had a simple choice. If I had said, we're going to stay, 
then we better be prepared to put a whole hell of a lot more troops but in. But your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not at, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame all troops. Ah, uh, they this didn't is a argue mess. against that. So no one, no one told your military advisors did not tell you. No, we should just keep twenty five hundred troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. Right. We can do that. We can continue to do that. Yes. No, no one said that to me. That I oh, can come recall. on. That Look, I can recall. George. What a the mess. The reason why it's been stable for Folks, a year. President of the is United the last States said we're leaving. And here's the deal I want to make with you, Taliban. We're agreeing to leave if you agree not to attack us between now and the time we leave on May the 1st. Plus, in two months after I was elected to office, I was sworn in, all of a sudden, I have a May 1 deadline. I have a May 1 deadline. I got one of two choices. Do I say we're staying? And do you think we would not have to put a hell of a lot more troops? We had, a, we had hundreds, of, we had tens of thousands of troops there before. Tens of thousands. Yeah, but not now. Do you think we would have we would have just said no problem? Don't worry about it. We're not going to attack anybody. We're okay. In the meantime, the Taliban was taking territory all throughout the country in the north. Folks, now he just, and again, it's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. He actually couldn't even get when it happened and was, I want to just play this part where he's talking about what happened at the airport. Um, Look at what's happened over the last week. Was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the, when the Taliban... Well, uh, I want to skip ahead to where he talks about the airport. Quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that... Oh, come on. We're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. Oh, see, there's the problem right there. That is the problem right there. And the he doesn't even know when it happened. Up to 300,000 of them just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off. That was, you know, I'm not, this, it, it, that, that's what happened. All right, folks, again, he, he's going to stick with that. Um, he, he continues to just say that it's, it's fine. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw this? No, pictures? it wasn't. It was we've Monday. Pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first... It was actually Monday, even though he's trying to say it was quite some time ago. Folks, I want to get to, obviously, uh, if you go to the website, petro.com we have the Providence Police. The body cams have been released. And I want to just play. I, I was somewhat, I was very surprised, actually, that um, Channel 12 Chiefs keeps going with this headline. Providence police released footage of officers punching, spitting at teen suspects. First of all, at that point, they had guns in the car. They had terrorized the city. That, that is, talk about, like, what kind of headline is that? Punching, spitting at, spitting at teen suspects. They shot, these teens shot people in the face. Ah, oh, I'm so surprised. Let's listen to Chino Violent Chino. arrests of three teenagers in Providence who led police on a chaotic chase through the city last a month. Headline. I'm Kim Kalunian. And I'm Shannon Heggie. Providence police released more than 40 separate body camera videos of the incident. City leaders have described the actions of some of the officers as appalling. We have team coverage tonight. 12 News reporter Molly O'Brien is standing by with reaction from the police union and community activist. But first, Target 12 investigator Steph Machado oh, is here now with what those there's, videos show. There's Steph? the anti-police person. Here we go. Providence police released more than eight hours of footage combined of the arrests of three teens that led two officers to be suspended pending a criminal investigation. 
The hours of body camera video shows Providence police officers repeatedly punching teenage boys. Oh, one time of July 9th. One teen with his face bloodied. Officer Domingo Diaz, who has been suspended, spits at him as the teen is pulled oh, up from the ground. Give me a Diaz break. In another video clip is seen repeatedly punching one of the teens before being physically pulled off of him by a sergeant. The violent arrest is taking place after an hours-long chase through the city. Six hours. Six hours. Six hours. Three teenagers in a BMW convertible accused of driving erratically and pointing a BB gun rifle at civilians. Oh my and god, they didn't know. There were two rifles. Two rifles. Notice she keeps saying teenagers. On Salmon Street, police are seen on video pulling them out of the car. More than one officer throws punches. You okay? Yeah. In this clip, an officer interviews the driver who says he's 15. Bro, like, do you see the severity of this? Like, you, you guys are going crazy, man. The, the whole state was after you guys. Dude, I saw a cap telling them stop put that out the window. And, wow, and this listen. is really anti-police. I'm surprised at Channel 12. You were the driver, man. The three juveniles were all charged, but have not been identified because they're underage. Shortly after the incident, police placed Diaz and Officer Mitchell Voyer on paid suspension. Attorney General Peter Narona is conducting a use of force investigation they into the officers. They shot Here's people in the Stephen face. Perry said about the incident last month. I saw excessive use of force. Oh, be quiet. One cop lost his cool. What was Providence appalling were the kids. declined our request for this video last month, but released it Wednesday at the authorization of Nerona, who says his investigation is, quote, substantially complete. He has not yet said if those two suspended officers will be charged or cleared. With the what a biased report. Wow. Steph, thank you. Community leaders are speaking up about the violent uh, action seen in the video. What about the teens? Spoke with activists, advocates, the and the police union president and joins us now. Wow, when did Channel 12 become anti-police? What if that was your kid in the video? Oh my God. What? How about if, what if that was you shot in the face by them? Disturbing, difficult, and frustrating to watch. Wow. With Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island what about the actions of those punks? The body camera video shows um, actions yet again by a police You know, this is that, ridiculous you know, that they're running this. News obtained more than eight hours of video for police. Oh, everybody did. Video shows at least two teenagers getting punched multiple oh times my by God. officers. Another shows officers spitting toward a teen. Oh, suspect. so what? You don't even know if it hit him. I mean, I don't think that any of us can look at that video um, and see. They that, don't show uh, anything about what the kids did. On the ground and being spit on. Good. Um, and feel like that is protecting. Oh my god. Says, By no means are the alleged actions of the teens acceptable. He Sounds that the way. Suspects and the officers involved should be held accountable. Uh, these are trained uh, professionals that are, you know, you know, given the trust by taxpayers in our state to be able to handle those situations in which kids don't get spit on. As the investigation oh, so is what? ongoing, Providence Police Union President Michael Amundi they shot somebody in the, the face. In a statement to 12 News, he did say, quote, The investigation surrounding this incident should be full and complete before judgment is passed on any of the actions taken to facilitate the arrest of these subjects. When making an arrest, especially in a highly volatile incident with violent subjects who intend to resist arrest, it never looks good, quote, on camera. And people will be quick to judge. That's right. Tuttle says they are in the early stages of organizing a protest that oh, will likely whoopee. take place after 4 p.m. on Friday at the Providence Public Safety Conference. Yeah, let's make sure we get that out, because that's so important to the story. Folks, I, when did Channel 12 become anti-police? You know, it all fits in, though. They were like this last summer. Wow. Good to know where they stand. Very, very disappointing. All right, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured 
tree removal company with a licensed arborist, Yankee Tree Service. They provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, your housing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We're speaking with Rachel Lee of the Republican National Committee. And Rachel, if we could just start off uh, the fact that the Biden administration is trying to blame President Trump. What is your reaction to that? You know, that's not surprising given that he has tried to blame President Trump for every single single failure of his administration thus far. But what I will say to that is that this was on his watch. This botched operation was absolutely at his discretion. Joe Biden is at fault for this. It did not have to go this way. In fact, he said earlier uh, July 8th, I believe it was, that it wasn't going to go this way. And so clearly his judgment was entirely off. The execution was entirely off, and either he did not know what he was talking about or he was lying when he told the American people that he had a plan in place. What did um, what, what is your thought on what, how, what did you view happen at the airport compared to the Biden administration officials trying to say that they planned for every possible option that would happen? You know, I think that's easy to say when you spend the weekend hiding out. You know, your press secretary's on vacation, the president's on vacation. No one is addressing what's going on. Um, The talking points that the administration released, I'm sure you saw them, I think everyone has at this point, um, clearly show that they are just scrambling at this point to make it appear like they had a plan um, when really we had seven people die yesterday at the airport. And um, we have families who are not sure how they're going to get out. You know, there was a a mom um, who had a story come out yesterday about her children that she um, had circling in a taxi trying to figure out if they could find a way out of the country uh, to get to America before things closed. And unfortunately, that story is just not uncommon. And um, the Biden administration, the tone that they have struck shows an absolute disregard for the human lives that are at stake here. Um, yesterday, we did not see a president who um, seemed remorseful or um, responsible for his actions. And the reality that's unfolding um, across the news and across the world is just so difficult to watch. Folks, again, we're speaking with Rachel Lee, Republican National Committee. And, and Rachel, not only that, but he seemed disingenuous with his his facts. The, the, the president's 
you know, recollection explanation of how this started. And he's not going to pass this on to another president. And the Afghans are unwilling to fight. It's, it's very unfair to the Afghan people and also inaccurate. That's right. Well, and, you know, we even have, so, so I will say, you know, as he pointed out and you've pointed out, this has been an ongoing situation for years, numerous presidents, but we also have from the administration that he himself was a part of, um, the Obama administration's advisor, David Axelrod, came out and said that Joe Biden needs to own this failure. And so I think that uh, we have bipartisan agreement here from advisors in the foreign policy world saying that this did not have to go this way. This is Joe Biden's fault. This is on his watch. And he made the decisions that ultimately led to this outcome. We did not have to have a hasty um, removal. We didn't have to have a hasty plan here. Uh, this was something that should have been strategically done. And instead, he um, looked to a political promise that he made instead of ultimately what would be best um, for the real human lives that are at stake here. Rachel, he, you know, the Biden administration, they ran on the whole platform of Mr. Compassion and uh, knowledgeable. No one's more knowledgeable in world affairs. Um, boy, that was not on display yesterday at that just defiant. And how about the fact he wouldn't even take any questions at the White House? That's right. Uh, you know, John, they actually we've seen the Taliban take more questions from the press uh, than the president of the United States. Um, we heard from the Taliban before we heard from the president of the United States. They've taken more questions from the United States press than the president of the United States has. And so um, his his lack of compassion, his lack of care, lack of accessibility um, is honestly just disgusting. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to say um, – <laughs> Unfortunately, he hasn't approached this in any way with the kind of heart that you mentioned he claims he would have on the campaign trail. And so um, I think it's also important for us to note um, that there are servicemen and women who watch this address. There are veterans. There are Gold Star family members who watch this address, who have watched this unfold. And it's just heartbreaking to me the response that they're seeing from the commander in chief. Um as he goes back to Camp David on vacation and completely disregards um, the 20 years of service that they have given for not only our country, but for the people of Afghanistan. And finally, what do you make of President Biden saying he just inherited uh, this was put in place by the Trump administration and therefore they just inherited this and this was set in motion and he was just uh, executing, inherited what was put in motion. So therefore, all blame should be on the Trump administration. You know, John, we are eight months into an administration that continues to place blame on the former administration, acting like he doesn't have a choice with anything, that he's inherited everything, and that anything that happens will never be his fault. And so I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, Joe Biden is in the White House or should be in the White House while he's at Camp David. Um, and this is on his watch. And so I think the American people are seeing right through that. Unfortunately, right now, it's not just an optics issue. This is an issue that um, is putting the security of our nation at risk, that's putting lives at risk. And quite frankly, you know, we have um, women and children in Afghanistan. We have Christians in Afghanistan. We have um, interpreters in Afghanistan. We have people whose lives are on the line. And Joe Biden is not going to um, hold himself to be accountable, to be the leader of the free world. And that's exactly what we need him to do. Folks, she is Rachel Lee, Republican National Committee. Rachel, great job. Stay safe. And we this portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401 688 0517. 401 688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway. 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal. 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? 
Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Summer's here. You want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family? Pop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. It's My Health, right in that old white church, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health, where you're going to find vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, Octave Skin Brushes, also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. It's My Health, where you'll find hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use, natural skin care products, hair care care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's My Health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, or call her 401 305-3585. 305-3585. Shop local and stay healthy with It's My Health right across the street from Davenport Restaurant. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining us right now, he is retired Amy Ranger. Uh, and on top of that, served in Afghanistan, also Iraq. He is the author of the book, Leave No Man Behind, former member of the elite 75th Army Ranger Regiment, deployed to Afghanistan and Iraq, support of the global war on terror. It is our honor to welcome to the program, and it is Dr. Tony Brooks. Doctor, uh, thank you for taking the time to speak to us on the John DePietro Show. Thanks for having me. Doctor, I'd like to start off with you have experience you were on the ground in afghanistan and the uh something that the biden administration is almost seemingly not even acknowledging and that is the progress that women have made in the past 20 years in afghanistan yeah i mean it's it's a stark contrast of what was happening during the taliban years to you know just a few weeks prior to today our women were not allowed to walk on the streets without a chaperone, show their skin, speak in public, uh, hold any type of job, or go to school under the Taliban. So when the United States moved into Afghanistan, women were essentially set free from slavery. Wow. And what we're watching right now is, you know, likely going right back to that it's probably one of the worst you know human rights issues we've seen in our lifetime i'm curious to what your reaction was just watching the events unfold from late last week over the weekend into monday you know uh, my book came out on tuesday and that was supposed to be a very happy day and for the most part it was but only a few days later I'm watching on TV um, you know I was angry I was sad you know disappointed uh, I felt left behind uh, ironically given the name of my book you know it it's it's one of the worst moments of my life watching this on TV uh, I and that, I think that says a lot I mean you, you know the topic of my book is about a very ugly rescue in Afghanistan. Yep. And I've never felt so many emotions in such a short period of time in my life uh, this past week. Doctor, what steps do you think right now, because certainly now there's the, is the possibility that the Taliban could suddenly decide that they're going to take hostages with many of the Americans that are stranded in the country, can't get to the airport, basically in hiding, uh, we don't know how many Americans are there. This this is not this is not going to end this week. I don't think it's going to end next week. Um, 
What, what, what steps could the United States take right now? Yeah, I don't think it's just the United States problem at this point. Okay. I think the international community needs to step up and say, hey, we're, we're going to take back this airport and we're going to secure it and we're going to start getting people out. And, you know, we've already negotiated with the Taliban once and that didn't work out so well. I mean, what's stopping us from, from trying to negotiate now? We won't. We will not take you out if you get if you let us get our people out. Yep. I mean, what what are we losing there? Nothing. We've already lost. So that, that's my opinion on that on that matter. But this is going to be lasting a while, I believe. Folks, again, uh you're listening. This is Dr. Tony Brooks, uh his new book out and and um the title is Leave No Man Behind. Obviously, President Biden doesn't exactly so far uh, believe in that. If if you could also address on you know, President, some President, Doctor, some of President Biden's comments of, you know, I'm not going to pass this on to another president, and no other American life, and just the real cold, hard attitude that he took in that speech to the country on Monday. Yeah, it was it was very disappointing for me. I mean, I think most people can agree that yes, we wanted to get our troops out. But no one wanted this. No one wanted troops to come out and to be all for nothing. You know, how did we not have a peacekeeping mission in there? Um, how, I mean, I don't know if you've, if you've looked at, if anyone wants to review some of the reports on Afghanistan from the uh, Special Inspector General, it's SIGR.mil. And, and this is the Specially Appointed Inspector General's website. They've been reporting quarterly on the reconstruction of Afghanistan. This has not been a secret. We knew this was very likely to happen. And we just simply didn't have a plan to avoid it. What, what it's pretty could, disappointing. What can you tell us about your time in Afghanistan? You were deployed there 2005. Um, what, what part of the country were you there? Were you in? What can you tell us about it in any type of interaction that you had with members of the Taliban? You know, I I didn't have a lot of interaction with the Taliban when I was there. My time in Afghanistan was basically on Operation Red Wings, which was the rescue of the lone survivor. The rest of the time was mostly training. It was, a, it was an odd time during the war where the special operations units weren't doing much because we were trying to win the hearts and minds at that time. So, you know, I'm probably not the best to talk about interactions with the Taliban, but I will say this, you know, in 2005, we were mostly done with our mission. And it picked up again later (laughs) because of our inaction. So, you know, this has been a disaster for a long time. And we've known it. Um, how, How would you describe the Taliban as an enemy. I mean, people are hearing it about it, but the, uh, most people that I talk to and listeners, they, they don't have a full feel on what type of enemy they are, what their goals are, what type of leadership they are. What, what type of enemy is the Taliban? I'd say the Taliban are some of the most fierce fighters in the world. They've grown up in war. They lived their entire life in war. That's all they know. And to to go into a country to try to fight a, an enemy like that, you have to be willing to fight. And, you know, I, I don't think that we were ever, you know, given permission to win this war. Hmm. I called it in my book. I said this was a war of whack-a-mole. This was not a war. It was, it was a game of whack-a-mole. We were only allowed to hit the mole when it popped up. And that's what we've been doing for the past 20 years. So, I mean, you can see the results of it. Folks, again, we are speaking with Dr. Tony Brooks. And, Doctor, I I am um, very curious what type of thoughts and emotions and feelings you have as we approach the 20th anniversary of September 11th. Yeah, I I don't know how that's going to go yet. I mean, I... 
I was a freshman in college on 9-11, and I was there for maybe three weeks when when 9-11 happened. And at that moment, I wanted to leave school and join the military. So, you know, it has a big impact on my life. You know, it turned me into an Army Ranger. So this year in particular is probably going to be one of the toughest and it's it's a little unfortunate because I think there's a whole generation, you know, there's a 20-year-old out there right now that really has no connection to 9-11. And we basically fought a shadow war for 20 years. Hmm. So it, it, I think the general population isn't going to really care. And that's disheartening for someone who you know, went off to fight a war because of it. So I fully expect it to be a very rough 9-11. Folks, again, it's Dr. Tony Brooks. By the way, his new book now, Leave No Man Behind. And, Doctor, before I let you go, if you could just touch on that this is not just a book about the military. This is, you know, this Leave No Man Behind, Team First, this is something that could be implemented basically in any organization where you have different types of people involved with a common goal. Absolutely. I mean, the whole, the whole mantra of leave no man behind is that, you know, it's been around since the beginning of time and in war, one thing that allows us to do things that normally we wouldn't do is that we know that every single person is coming home and we know that no matter what happens, our buddies are going to come get us, you know, dead or alive. And that allows, that allows your mind to do things and your body to do things that you never would do. So I think, yes, that should be in every organization should be thinking about this. How is the mission bigger than an individual person? Folks, again, the book is Leave No Man Behind. Dr. Tony Brooks, former member of the elite 75th Army Ranger Regiment in an accident someone hits your vehicle it's damaged in some way pick up the phone and call west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 they're located 400 west fountain street in providence folks as you're riding along you just never know you could be dealing with a drunk driver someone not paying attention how about the people texting and driving if you ever damage your vehicle call west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 3340 several reasons one they'll handle everything for you two they're going to work for you not the insurance company and three they'll make your car it'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom west fountain auto body call them 401-272-3340 did someone damage your vehicle whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle west fountain will restore your vehicle get it back on the road call them today 401 401- 272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website, or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Calvino, call for a free consultation today, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Were you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal injury law experience and his office 100 years combined total with the staff. Fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400. It would be great 
if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should, but it doesn't happen that way. You need a fighter. Fight back. Call Jack. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino. 401-785-9400. Or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the All-White Bailey Speech Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Blame it all on his ribs, born a blue-blooded snoot. His birth was a black tie fan. It's all who you know, like Klaus von Bülow, he just likes to be seen everywhere. He leads a privileged life with a white privileged wife. At Bailey's, they like their champagne. Life on Bellevue in a state that is blue. <laughs> You'll never hear Sheldon complain. He likes clubs with with the lead waspy crowds where for decades kept the Jews away and BLF cannot stay well he's not big on diverse faces Bailey's Beach Club is his always Sheldon likes the clubs with white faces Concerns in 2021. I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You have remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Your thoughts on an elite, all white, wealthy club again in this day and age? Should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service residential commercial seal coating patios get your driveway paved letter j j perry paving 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and general masonry projects j perry paving they offer free estimates call them today at 401 732 1730 401 732 1730 you can also find them on facebook it's j perry paving get your driveway paved and if you're a veteran no one has a better package for veterans than j perry paving whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed j perry paving has your back check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote today 401-732-1730 j perry paving license insured contracting company they will meet your needs no matter how big or how small and no one treats veterans better than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 for j perry paving you're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have a... Uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com of of what they're saying right now attention americans 
We are coming after you. America is a weak nation. We do have some friends and allies, though. We're coming to America. We hear Providence is a sanctuary city. We know the mayor there. Greetings to Mayor Alorza. He has invited us to set up in his city. We gladly accept his invitation. We have a lot of support of many of the groups. However, Providence seems dangerous even for us. There's more shootings there than in Kabul. But he assures us it will be safe. We want to thank our friends and allies in the city. Black Lives Matter. Many by the West End. Boneyville looks nice by the water. We look forward to setting up a branch in Providence, thanks to Mayor Lorza. Peace to all. We also want to meet that Cicilline fellow. I can breathe clearly now, my mask is gone. Nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air my lungs will be full, full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, full, full of clean air. My lungs will be full, of beautiful Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies you can depend on. On MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401 431 2300.